All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So you look outside, yeah, it looks pretty nice out there. Sunshine, ah, it's got to be at least, what, 40 degrees outside, 50? Yeah, not even close. Tonight, overnight lows going down to five below. Sounds like a great time to get out there and do some gardening. I know, you think I'm out of my mind. You think I've lost my mind. Well, I know our next guest is not joining us in the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is Doug Oster. He is our garden guru. Doug, you say everybody gardens, but in January, do they really? Does everybody garden in January? Did I proved it yesterday by uh, posting a video where I picked up this old 70s skylight and underneath, believe it or not, green plants were there. And you saw it, right? And that thing was crazy because it looks like it's half a barrel, basically, you know, cut away. I mean, it literally was an old skylight from a house that he had taken and put down in the garden. And there was snow on top of it. And it looked like it was frosty <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And he's lifting this thing up. And I'm watching this video thinking, wait a second, there's just going to be nothing but just a bunch of mulch under there. And, okay, Doug loves garlic. There's probably some garlic in there, right? <laughs> and he opens it up and there's green leaves everywhere. I mean, is it, how does it, how is it not frozen solid like everything else well there are certain plants and this is something i'm really into extending the season there are certain plants that thrive in cold weather and then can survive in this kind of weather that is called corn salad it has nothing to do with corn it's just a leafy grain but it seriously can freeze solid like tonight it will freeze solid underneath it but somehow it has the ability to kind of reconstitute as things warm up and so by choosing the right things to put in there, uh, you, you can basically grow all winter long. Now, the, the, the negative side was I had another one of those that I opened up, and all the kale had been eaten by uh, some kind of critter. So you've got to take the good with the bad. The critter has found the micro gardens that you've got freezing out there in the garden and decided that that would be a good place to be as well. So what kind Definitely. of things can you grow? I mean, you talked about this corn salad, but, I mean, you wouldn't plant peas in there. You wouldn't plant beans in there and things like that. It has to just be certain things. It would be spinach, kale, lettuce, uh, that corn salad, uh, other things from what we call coal crops from that kale family colors is, is a, uh, one called cat soy that just it just it does the same thing as the corn salad. That stuff is planted September, October, but it's also something to think about early in the spring, like March, you know, even though it's going to get, you know, snow and bitterly cold in March down certainly to 10 degrees. These are the kind of things you can think think about when you're planning for that early spring garden and by just, you know, when things thaw out just a little bit here, by just dumping a little bit of compost, and you can buy it by the bag, you don't have to dig anything, and just putting it on the soil and just leaving it there for now, you're ready to plant as soon as things warm up just a little bit, and you can just throw some seeds in there, and they'll be good to go. So it is, you know, still a couple of months away from what will be the traditional planting season for most people. But is it too early to start thinking about ordering seeds and making sure that you've got those orders in? Because, well, you look at the numbers of people who have been gardening the last couple of years, and there have been shortages. People having a hard time getting things, and big dealers having a hard time getting seeds and that sort of stuff, too. When is the right time to start thinking about that? 
Well, that is a great question. I got back two weeks ago from a trade show in Baltimore uh, with all the people from the garden industry there. And I'll tell you right now, order your seeds today. Uh, there are plenty of seeds available, but getting them is the problem. It's the supply chain. It's the shipping. Uh, and that, that's going to be all year long. And when I talk to these different growers and seed suppliers, they all said the same thing. Uh, 75% increase for every business, you know, anyone that does anything in gardening, but getting the stuff to you is going to be hard. So if you're one of those people that loves to look through a seed catalog and order certain things, do it now. I've already ordered my seeds because there is going to be a shortage. And if you're thinking about when we get to the spring, planting a certain tree, uh, one guy told me, just be flexible. There are, there are other varieties that might not be the same exact thing, but pretty close. Are you going to be, you know, considering a, a different kind of tomato? I mean, are there certain things that you just won't budge on? I mean, I, I know that there are certain tomatoes that you absolutely have to have. There's garlic that you need to have because that's part of what you do every year. Are there certain things you just simply say, well, maybe we have no choice but to be flexible? That, oh, definitely. That might happen, you know. And for me personally, yeah, I have certain things that I love. But I, I love to try different things, too. So, if it happened that one of my favorite tomatoes, there's one called Heart of Italy. You know, it, it's, it's not rare, but it's not a lot of people grow it. But if it wasn't available, I would find something close and give it a shot and see how it compares to anything else. I really encourage people to do that, especially with what we're going through right now, right. to really experiment with things. And no matter what you're growing, you know, when you're talking about vegetables or flowers, Mix it up and grow lots of different stuff because you don't you just don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. When it comes to tomatoes, real quick, there's early, mid season, and late season, and you want to mix it up so you have tomatoes all summer long. Don't always just plant the same thing that are going to come ripe at that same time. What about prices? Have you heard anything from the suppliers in terms of what's happening with prices because the demand has been so great? I mean, are they running into issues there, and we're going to see higher prices for seeds too? Probably, and it's just because of getting the stuff to you. I've talked locally here to uh, many different garden centers and nurseries, and what they're paying to get a truckload of plants delivered is astronomical compared to what it was. And they're trying to figure out how we're going to do this. I, how can I price this tree like this when last year it was, you know, so much less? Right. And so, yes, things are going to probably be more expensive, but this won't last forever. And then also think about lots of nurseries have had plants sitting there for a year or two. That's where you're going to save money. You know, if there's something already there, uh, that's something to look at. You know, get out early, look around when these places are open, tell them what you're looking for, and see if they can get it, see if they have it. Uh, I'm going to be looking for stuff that's already here. Uh, I'm, you know me, I'm the biggest gardening cheapskate in the world. I'm not paying more than I paid last year. I'm going to figure it out. There's a lot of truth to that, Doug, but you also have a lot of wisdom for us, and we always appreciate you imparting it on us. Thanks for being here. And, uh, again, I don't know where you find those 70s skylights. I mean, do you have a supplier for those? You know, if you know a guy that's a roofer, you can find them. That's what they do. They're stripping them off of old, old roofs and replacing them. That's the place to find them, and that's where I found mine. There you go. See, again, hey, cheapskate, always looking for use somebody else's garbage and turn it into <laughs> something great in the garden. Doug, good to hear your voice. Thank you so much. Stay warm. Thanks, Ray. We sure appreciate it. Doug Oster joining us here, our garden guru, talking about winter gardening and thinking about spring and not waiting this year because of, well, once again, supply chain issues there.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.